Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Justin the Food Entrepreneur's Podcast. I'm Justin Bizarro. I'm your host. That's B-I-Z-Z-A-R-R-O. For anyone out there that wants to reach out on social media, you can find me at Justin Bizarro on Facebook and Instagram. You can find the podcast at Justin the Food Entrepreneur's on Facebook and Instagram as well. So today I have with us for episode 171, Cynthia, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. So Cynthia, tell us about yourself. Tell us how you became an entrepreneur and and this creation of Sproles you came up with, which might also be a noun and a a brand, possibly. (laughs) So I think it's very cool and very interesting what you're doing. Okay. Well, um... Sproles came about, I was doing the filling uh, for the sweet potato filling as a side dish for family and friends. And I've been doing it for like probably 15, 20 years. And then because I'm such a creative person, and one day I said, let me try something different. And I did. I went to the store and I got some spring roll wraps and I put them in the spring roll wraps. And when my son and daughter-in-law came over, I said, I want you to try something, and then they did. And they looked at each other like, I think she has something here. And so I was working at the time, they were working, and we started selling them at each other's job. And so the, the, the response was so overwhelming that after a few months I had to stop it because you know, I was having to prepare these things from scratch and then also get ready for work. So I was like, "Uh uh-uh, I can't do this. And so it's like, that sound, I know it sounds crazy. You have to stop a business because you're doing so well. Yeah. But you know, I I was at the time, I was doing two different flavors. And so I stopped it and I kind of backed off from it for a while. And people were still asking for it. And I was like, well, you know, one day, so I was busy looking for a co-packer and that maybe could make them for me. And they, most manufacturers don't want to deal with you if you're small time. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. it's hard. Yeah, so I it, it was like five, seven years that I was looking for a coal barker and then, and um, for some reason, I can't remember how you contacted me about a podcast. Yeah, this one that you're on. It just took me about 18 months of chasing you down. <laughs> yes. And, you know, at the time, my daughter-in-law was helping me. And you you called and you asked her to do the podcast. But I was, like, going crazy trying to find a manufacturer that could do it because people were still asking. And then we were doing the festivals and different, you know, Atlanta events. And, and so I was like, I got to find somebody. And I practically uh, emailed the... the um, University, the the, um, Georgia Tech, and I complained. I said, this is a shame that I can't find a manufacturer, but people can come over here and get businesses started. And I'm here. I've been here all my life, and I can't. And she must have felt my pain. And she directed me to, you know, an agency that eventually helped me. And then I got an email from you again. Yeah. And you said about FSP. And I'm like, where have I heard this name before? I've heard this name Justin before. And then when it said podcast, I'm like, is this a joke? You know, I really (laughs) thought, you know, somebody was trying to get some information from me. I didn't know. 
I don't give up so easily. No, apparently. you don't. And I thank God you didn't because when you told me about FSP and I contacted them and things started falling into place, I'm like, oh, my God. And I told Kent when I was here the first time, I said, I thank God for, for Justin. That oh, he, thank you. That he didn't give up, that he thought about me. And then when you said... Um, you had heard about my spring. You, you were a judge. Yeah, at uh, Flavor of Georgia. Yes. And I still think I should have won. Yeah. <laughs> That's another podcast. Yeah. But, you know, and things just started rolling. You know, it just started falling into place. And, and I'm getting these different offers right at the time when FSP is, is right there for me. You know, and... I, this is my second visit here um, to the facility, and if it gets any better, I, my son said I'm nothing, nothing but a bucket of water. <laughs> yeah, they. You know, if it gets any better, I'm I'm gonna be crying all the time. Oh, it's okay. It's a perfect building for it. This one was filled with my tears for about five years. Everyone says. Yes. The one you're in, I cried many, many a times in this building in frustration. Yes. Well. So we can we can make it up in tears of joy for now. Right. We're, we can yeah. give it back. We're we're not flooding and needing Noah's Ark over over horror. Right. You know. So I just, I'm just, I'm just so grateful that the way things are falling into place and. It, it, you know, and I'm a kind of person, I don't, like you said, you don't give up. You know, I, t I email Kent or email, and if somebody doesn't respond to me in a certain time, I'm going to email the next person. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, you're not getting rid of me this easy. Absolutely. And so it, it's just, I'm just having a ball. So let's go back to the beginning a little bit. So why now in your life why just because it took off and 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 why now the drive to do it um i mean is there an entrepreneur in your background i mean is it something you just taught yourself i mean because this is a big leap and it's never too late right obviously but i'm right well it, i've always wanted to be an entrepreneur but i've i've you know retired from the government i retired from um a major airline and I said, once I leave this airline, I'm never working for anyone again. And then two years ago, January, I had a stroke and it was something that happened in my sleep. Yeah. And three days later, you know, when I um, told my daughter-in-law, I said, my speech is not getting any better. I, I think I'm gonna drive myself to the emergency room. And I did, long story short, I know you say it's too late, but it's I'm never too to late. Yeah. It, I'm trying to make it short as possible. But anyway, when I when I got to the hospital, because I was debating, should I stop by Popeyes first, or should yeah. I go to the should I go to the hospital? So I said I'll go by Popeyes. I uh, know you never know the food you're going to get if you get stuck in there. I mean, we're in the food business, but I can tell you that not every place serves our food. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. You know, and I've been in some of those places yeah. before. You're better off with a straw than a spoon. Yeah. yeah. So. I, I said, I'm going to go, I'll go afterwards. So I went to the hospital, and they did all the tests. And they said, Miss Washington, we're going to have to admit you. I said, for what? And they said, you had a stroke. And I'm like, a stroke? And yeah, so they did all the, ex the extensive tests and stuff, and they kept coming in there saying, you're blessed. Not, not one person told yeah. me I was lucky. They just kept saying, you're blessed, because the kind of stroke you had that you don't wake up from. Yeah. And so they didn't even keep me, they kept me overnight. 
But I said, when they was going to release me the next day, I said, can I stay another night? Because I'm relaxing. Yeah, I know. It's like a spa resort kind of <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so he said, we don't need to. And the speech came back because I do a lot of word puzzles and, and um, things like that. So they said it, it would eventually come back, and it did. So I made up my mind. And then I said, God gave me another chance that I'm going to fulfill my dream. I'm going to see this dream come come to pass. And so I really hit the pavement. I really hit the pavement. I, I mean, I was making so many comments. So that's what I'm saying. It, it's it's kind of how you make that contact with me at that same time when Absolutely. all of this start falling into place, and and I just I just sat there and shook my head. I'm like, wow. And after I um, I think um, I don't know if you were the first person I spoke with at FSP or Frank. I can't remember, but I know Audrey, and I contacted them and they were saying, you know what all they could do and I'm thinking come on now I, I know I believe you know so it's not like I'm a doubter but it's like wow this is the time and so when everything just started falling into place and the first time I came here um, it was just like I didn't hear anything negative or anything we can't do We, you know it's like I don't even say the sky is the limit because even you can go beyond the sky. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how I feel that what happened to me the first visit yeah. um, to FSB. And, well, you all know the story behind how I got so excited that I forgot to stay and have lunch with you guys. Because, yeah. You know, I got so emotional. It was just, I was sitting out there just crying and crying. I even told yeah, you. That's right. yeah, I said, I got to go. Yes, yeah. because I'm getting emotional. <laughs> My son said I'm a bucket of water. So I went in the car, and then I cranked the carpet, and I just started driving, crying and talking and crying and talk. And when I got halfway there, I'm like, God, I forgot to have lunch with you. <laughs> so, you know, when I got home, I was just so excited. And, you know, my son and daughter-in-law didn't know anything about this because I was going to surprise them and wait until I actually got a manufacturer. And I just mentioned it to my son, and I'm glad I did because he made some suggestions when I mentioned it to mm -hmm. um, you about, um, and, you know, you two. It, it, it just, I was like, oh God, I'm so grateful. I'm just so thankful. So I'm just, that's how Sproles was incorporated in 2018, but I've been doing it, you know, it was for other people for years. Absolutely, yeah. For years, but I decided after I was given another chance to make this thing happen because not only would it benefit me, but it's going to benefit other people for its jobs and um, different opportunities too because I work with these couple of homeless people, you know, I'm helping them get on their feet and this would even help them with things that I need done on my end to give them a job and to be able to pay them. Absolutely. And I think that's part of it. And what we're seeing a lot of is if your heart's in the right place mm -hmm. and you're willing to holistically care about your community right. and invest in the people that are in your business, not just quote unquote, put money in your pocket. Yeah, right. Um, you're going to find success because the loyalty and the harmony amongst the minds and doing the th 
the right thing and the good thing mm -hmm. is worth so much more and it's so much more optically seen now through social media and stuff that's right. so important that um that we do that and to your point also god just works in mysterious yes. ways especially when you're open-minded and around like-minded people mm -hmm. and um in that sense who are open to it as well right. um um because two people or three people that are open to it or are in harmony in that way you know it's it's a multiple you know it goes up exponentially not just you know by addition so i think one of the things i love the most is your product so one is let's talk about what your product is now but what were the two original products on t so what was the the one that sort of made that got cut well when we were doing my son and daughter-in-law and i was selling them to our jobs we had two flavors we had this sweet potato spring rolls and the banana pudding one ah uh, and the the banana pudding one it just it was it was more expensive to make and more time consuming so I kind of backed off from that for sure. And then I did the sweet potato, but you know, when I would go to the different festivals, shout out to Osilla Sweet Potato Fest. <laughs> they, those people, oh my God, those people embraced us the first year we went in 2018. They, they just made me feel so welcome and they made my product, they just made it number one. Yeah. I mean, and, and then, when I went back in 2019 to the festival, the lady, um, uh, Mary, shout out to you, Mary, she came to me and she found me at the booth and she said, Miss Washington, I must tell you, I've been getting calls at the beginning when pe the vendors we were putting their application and they were asking me, is that sweet potato lady gonna be here this year? Yeah. <laughs> and they said, if she's not coming, we're not coming. <laughs> And I said, don't you start me to crying out here. She said, I'm serious. She even wrote a letter for me to send to let people see just how awesome the people thought my product was. Yeah. And it's just, it was just really, is it now time for me to do my country accent? Yes, please do your country accent. <laughs> <laughs> we had a, I was doing the frying and you know, the customer, I, I didn't see who custom, what customers we were getting because I was busy frying them. And the line was, we had a long line, and a customer came by in a baby stroller, with a baby stroller, and he stopped, and he said to the people in line, he says, I'm going to tell y'all right now, them things going to mess you up, they so good. <laughs> <laughs> and I turned around, and I was like, oh, my God. That should have been a commercial. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because the, and he just, after he said that, he just politely just went and on. I, <laughs> About his business, so the, my um, niece was telling me he was here earlier, and I'm like, "Oh my God, what what better advertisement?" Absolutely. Than that, and we had another couple come by, and she she stopped by, and her husband said, "Well, I'm going to go on and get some food. You get the dessert, I'll get the food." And she, by what time we gave it to her, and she tasted one, she said, "Oh no, my husband's not going to get the other one because it was like two two for the price." She says, he's going to have to get his own. And she said, wait until he comes back. So when he came back, he, he tried one. He says, he started shouting all over the place. Y'all got to come over here. Y'all got to come over here. And he wanted to take some home. And we didn't have carryouts. Yeah. So he went and it so happened to be a, a vendor that was mm -hmm. selling 
paper plates and, and you know utensils and stuff and he went and bought us a big stack of you know plates and he said I said well how much do I owe you he said you don't owe me nothing he said I'm gonna be a blessing to you because these things are a blessing to me <laughs> and him and his wife took some home and they they went around telling people about it I mean the the it was just overwhelming yeah it really was the response and then we had these three ladies you could tell they had been discussing something and so they came over and they asked me they said could we ask you something I said sure how did you come up with this that's all I could tell you is him I know it is very interesting (laughs) but I mean the sweet potato and we've seen like Kai Van who's been on the podcast as well and it's local to Georgia that they've done stuff with sweet potatoes and how you can create stuff and superfoods and nutrient dense foods and all different types of things and really great food who knew sweet potatoes i think we just associate sweet potatoes for some reason as um we you need to put brown sugar on it or the holidays or whatever but there's a lot of ways that they're naturally able to be used in so many different things sweet sweet and things or what you've done with with your desserts and the sproles so how did the name sproles how was it created? My son came up with that name. Um, shout out to Rashad. My son came out with that name. He One day he said, Sproles. And he said, Sweet Potato Rose. Yeah, man. And that's going to be like Xerox. Sproll me. The next thing you know, it comes flying across the room. So I was like, wow, that's pretty good. And so I said, you're not gonna um, trademark it and then make me pay. You <laughs> yeah, it. yeah. And so he said, "My no." So he said, "No, I'm gonna trademark. I'll give you half." <laughs> <laughs> so it it just went from there, sprouts. But then I said, "Okay, because I'm gonna have different flavors, we don't want to limit it to the SP sweet mm-hmm. potato." Sprouts is spring rose, spring spro. Yeah. Sprouts. So mm-hmm. that's how we do it. And yeah. So, I thought it was interesting when you were talking earlier about you didn't really learn to cook till later. Yeah. In life. Yeah. Well, now you're a food entrepreneur, right? Well, I'm I know creative. that's what I, I. I like to be creative, mm-hmm. and you know, like as I told you before, my grandmother didn't allow you in her kitchen with long nails, and I, I just grew natural long nails. So when I got on my own, uh, you know, it would be a phone call. Ma, how you make this? Ma, how you make that? And she would tell me mm-hmm. over the phone. And so, They're in addition bring them in now. to her, um, you know, recipes, I would try something a little different, like like the spring rolls, put the wraps in the thing and and stuff. So, um, I kind of wish she was here, so she yeah. could see. Ma, see what I did? I took your potatoes and I did something different with them. She would be proud, I think. I and so why the wonton? I mean, it's just where I mean, it, you, it's not something typical. Someone's like, let me try to. I mean, you're basically made a portable pie. Well, it's it's not wontons. The difference between wontons and spring roll wraps. Oh, I just want to pause everyone for the loving, beautiful, and charming <laughs> co-host Deborah Micus on the film. She just came in to give us our sprout. You're not gonna join us. Okay. <laughs> so, but the 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 wonton wraps are thicker. Yeah. And the spring rolls are thinner. So I figured I wanted something crispy. 
Yeah. So I did the just did the um, spring roll wraps, and, and I think I they're amazing. I mean, they Deborah just brought them in the room for anyone that's on video or on YouTube. You can see them um, here in person. But I mean, you you think that it's a wonton of sorts, but what you're really looking at is the ability, what you've done in your specialty and the brand that you're building. I mean, we talked about the banana. I mean, you we we've talked about the sweet potato but i mean your possibilities are sort of endless here you know you can add ice cream you can do whatever a restaurant can serve it as a dessert we're talking developing a product line here that has such versatility yet in the way it's done and and it's almost unique and and so homemade feel to and has such a homemade feel to it that I mean, I'm amazed by it. I think that there's things like apples you're going to be able to do and peaches and eventually down the road that's going to expand your line. And I know you're working on a lot of opportunities for a lot of different groups. And I think as we've seen here, the sweet potatoes are just the proverbial tip of the iceberg um, or the tip of the potato. And I'm going to try to create a new saying there, you know, in a pickle, you know, the cucumbers got that one. Maybe we give one to the sweet potato, but it's, um, I mean, it's very good. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut into it here or try some. You want It's kind of too bad people can't smell how good it is. I know that's. <laughs> the, I, I would normally not uh, not like stop, but I gotta try it while I'm here. And then you know, um, also when I'm, I do the festivals, I, I sprinkle it <laughs> sprinkle it with the cinnamon sugar first. Mm-hmm. And then I put this the sweet potato glaze. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, it's toasty. And Warm then food. I put the sugar, the white sugar glaze on it. Mm-hmm. Oh Some God. people say I don't need all of that. I can just eat it by itself. Uh, well, however you're doing now is pretty good, so <laughs> I wouldn't change. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So we, I have customers that like mm-hmm. it with the. Um, <laughs> With this uh, sweet potato lays and some like it without it. Right. So, there you go. You know, and the um, the sweet potato glaze is a different skew. You know, that's something totally separate. Mm. Is that from your grandmother as well, too? Or? <laughs> are, are you enjoying it, Justin? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just oozes out because it's in the chunks. Right. And the sweet potato glaze is just another way of using the sweet potato. And the crispiness, it's almost, it's literally a portable pie, but the way you leave the ingredients whole, it just captures the flavor and gives it so much more texture and appeal and home feel that, wow, I'll probably eat another one after the podcast. If people saw the way I eat, it would be probably pretty bad. So I'm I'm gonna ask this while we're on the podcast mm-hmm. so I can clear myself and I to to um, Frank mm-hmm. right Frank yeah mm-hmm. I actually sent you some Frank now whether they sent them to you I brought them for you no we're gonna send more to Frank mm-hmm. and I know you're uh, he's probably out there ruling <laughs> Frank you're missing out buddy That's right. so but I think that you're obviously on to something and we know there's interest i mean you've seen the interest and we've seen the retailers and i think it's only a matter of time before more people see you out there and your product out there and the retailers um 
And so, I mean, which, I mean, we talked about helping people and do whatever and grow a brand and, and sort of this next life you're on to and, and sort of, you know, if you could look a couple years ahead, where would, what do you want to, what do you want to have? What do you want to be? I mean, if you vision it and you lay up at night and you're like, this is what I want for my business and and my children and, and them to pass on, what does that look like? Well, what I would like, um, that's my dream, but you know, um, professionals can tell me better, um, is to have franchises like uh, the Dunkin' Donuts, you know, where they, they're fresh hot off the, 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 the thing. Right. Where you get the, you can get the Spro's hot off the thing, coming off the right. Yeah. That's my dream. I would love to have franchises like that. Krispy Kreme sign that pops up. <laughs> I mean, when you see that light on, you hot. could give chicken and waffles a run for their money. You could do fried chicken and sprolls or sprolling good chicken. I mean, I'm just like that. I don't know, but it, I agree with you. You could pair it up, make it by itself. I mean, there's the concept and it's just the right amount of natural sweetness in it the way it works and the way you mix in more sugar and everything that it's just it so naturally brings out the right flavoring that it's not too much right it's not overpowering and i and i love the concept of the franchising and the goals there because i think that this is an easy drive-through item it's easy to produce it's easy for people to get their hands on and i think people would line up to do it in various forms um I think that's an awesome goal. That wasn't what I was expecting you to say. Yeah. So I'm a little bit like, okay, yes. Now we're talking. Yeah. Now, no one throws out the big one. That's the big one. I like that one. That's the big one. If you're gonna if you're gonna throw a worm out there, make sure it's the one to catch the big fish, because you, you're throwing it out there anyway. Yep. So that's what I like to do. So I mean. If you could tell anyone in the audience about your experience or who's an entrepreneur who's going through life and wondering if they should make the same step as you did in, in taking on this food entrepreneur, beverage entrepreneur lifestyle, I mean, what advice would you give them or, or how would you help them journey better than, than the experience you had? Well, I never thought I would be in the food industry. Never thought that because... I'm an inventor at heart. I have a ledger with all kind of inventions. Mm-hmm. And um, to this day, I have regrets that one of my inventions, I got a, prov- uh, a provisional on where you can have it, you, you present it to the tr- uh, patent office trait. And you have a year to follow up on it. Well, in 98, I got the provisional and I didn't do anything with it. And now a major airline is doing it. (laughs) And when I found out about it, I was sick for like three, four weeks. And I said, never again. Never again would I let something bypass me. And it hurt so bad that I'm talking about billions of dollars. um, Do I need to say what it was? (laughs) You can say it. Um, I came up with this idea to... Um, track luggage by RFID. Yeah. And I have the paperwork I can show you. And when I went out on uh, workers' comp one time, when I came back to work and the manager announced, I'm not going to even mention your company. The manager mentioned that they're going to start doing it. 
And when he said that, I'm saying, oh my God, I went home sick. I was sick for, for weeks. I was sick because something that I thought of in 1998, that no, uh, it was, it was, no, excuse me, it was 1996 and no one was doing it at the time. And then it happened. I said, never again. Yeah, absolutely. I'm never gonna let this happen. And so now that I'm, I've gotten this far with this and things are falling into place, I don't just think about me and how much money I can make because I can show you texts in my phone now that everybody that I know that has a business I'm telling them about the open calls. I'm telling them about range me. Mm -hmm. I'm telling them about, I have a friend, remember I told you she mm -hmm. makes jambalaya? That's right. Mm -hmm. I called her and told her about you guys. And I said, you have to get a hold of them people because you've been wanting to do this jambalaya for a while. I, I pull people. And I can remember when I was a teenager and, and we summer, summer, we were looking for jobs and I would tell everybody, this place is hiring, that place is hiring. And and my mom and my grandmother would say, why are you always telling people stuff before you get it? They might get it before you do. I said, there's a room, there's enough room for all of us. Yeah. And one of the things that I love about you, Cynthia, and the times I've talked to you in over the about 18 months, really, I think 19 months I've been trying to get you on the podcast is one, the authenticity but to the genuine celebration of other people's victory. Yes. And not only that, it's because you're willing to give them the opportunity. Yep. Even if it, and, and most people think that it hurts you or you're hurting yourself, as your grandmother would mm -hmm. say. Um, but the reality is, is if everyone has opportunities, there's always still an opportunity right. for you. And most likely, if you create enough opportunities for all those people, they're all turning around and creating opportunities for, for you some. because they feel yeah. they feel that, wow, this person did a lot for me. How can I help them? And it's not why you do it, but it just is an unintentional yeah. right. trait that we don't realize as humans. And then that helps get you mm -hmm. to where you are or God to have you have a failure right. with the RFIDs in order to learn the lesson to get to where you are. And I think it's all part of a weird plan, but right. as humans. Right. Mm -hmm. I agree. That I definitely agree on that because when they would tell me that, I'd be like, no, I'm not losing anything. Yeah. I'm not losing nothing. And it's always been like that. And so my son even said to me, Ma, when are you going to start doing for you? Yeah. Because... <laughs> You know, I I help so many people start their business, their LLCs, and you know, I help them with the PPP and the EIDL, and people were just getting this money, and I'm like, no, I can't get none of it. One of my cousins, he got 150000 I couldn't get that much because it's just me, Yeah. and I wasn't going to lie on any paperwork. So, you know, I said, that's okay. Mine is going to come. Yeah. You know, it may not come with the things that's out there, but I see it coming with you guys. <laughs> I see it. And you know, um, and then what's so awesome about this is you might be new to this area. And they, I was told by University of Georgia, um, uh, Kirk, Ke Kirk um, Keesley, I think it is. They told me that there was a possibility mm -hmm. of someone coming in and doing this, but that was like 
three years ago, maybe longer. Yeah. And, you know, I totally forgot about it. And then when they, I got the, you know, the thing from you about Millersville, I'm like, Kirk, them told me about this. Oh, wow, this thing is really, really happening. And so now I see where not only are you coming here and you're doing something for the community, the area, you know, helping the people that need jobs and revitalizing this revitalizing this area, but you have the experience that I needed. You know, I needed someone with automation. I needed someone that had experience with the different groceries, um, grocers. <laughs> You just had it all. It's a package deal. You know, it's like, how can you go wrong? Um, I mean, this, this, I mean, you don't get everything right. Like, you, of course you, you not. got robbed. <laughs> yeah, well, it depends on which Rob. Which Rob? Yeah, yeah, the one who was on the last episode. Just so everyone's aware, who she's talking about, Rob Hodge. <laughs> they can't get everything right. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Just kidding, Rob. You're my buddy. But you know, I just. I just feel that everything is falling. You guys probably had some fun back in the test kitchen and all that. Everyone's telling me I should have recorded it back there while you guys were back there preparing and working on stuff. Because we have the recording equipment back there. We just haven't... You didn't have... No, we haven't set up the podcast stuff. We have the cameras in and all the stuff, and I just haven't recorded in there yet. But yeah, the test kitchen will be ready to go. You'll have to tell about the bit that you got with Grab going on. Should I say that? I mean, I guess technically you're a plant-based protein, right? According to Rob, I mean, he he would he might say that. Well, that's Rob is going to help me with that. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. I knew that was it. If if Rob's around, there's a plant-based protein, something going on. And he's Rob is going to to redeem him. He's going to help me with a vegan. We're working on a vegan version. Absolutely. So, and that's going to be even more awesome, you know. But um, I I told Rob, I think we were meant to be because I'm going to teach him how to wash, wash grits and he's going to teach me how to make vegan food. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so. He's going to wash grits. Um, that's awesome. some of the South, only in the South with the things we talk about down here, their thing, uh, the foods, I mean, that we, they're delicious. That's mm-hmm. like this. I mean, it's just such a, it's almost a Southern staple in a sweet potato pie of sorts, but it's not like that at all because I don't want to confuse any. I don't know how else to describe it other than that's the closest thing it is in your hand. I mean, you could literally probably carry it around and eat it like a sweet potato. Yeah, and the good um, thing about um, the spring roll is you can deep fry it, which is what I do at the festivals and different events. You can put it in the oven or you can air fry it. Yeah, and that's the big one we're seeing now is everyone's doing the air frying. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's going to be, hopefully, it's going to be very convenient for the customer. I think so. Yeah. I, I think that you're going to find kids will pull it out of freezers. And I think, you know, just like your franchise model, I think what you're going to see is malls and stuff or, or whatever the modern day food and world looks like. I think we're going to see more carnivals and traveling uh, food stuff yeah. um, again and I think these are the perfect types of food and food direct into homes where these are easily frozen and people can make them at home like you said in the oven air fryer or fry them themselves if they want to deep fry them mm-hmm. um, either way so what oil would you recommend if someone were going to fry it well um, today we use the vegetable oil but when I'm at the festivals I was using the peanut oil Okay. but then 
you know, someone said you, you, there's people that have allergies. Yeah. So I stick to the vegetable oil. Okay. Um, but it's basically any oil. Um, one of my uh, friends, he's in uh, Texas, Rick McCoy. Hey, Rick. <laughs> he fried his in butter. Well, that's one way to do it. Now, you know you're that, southern. You now, everyone on the podcast who listens in knows Deborah and knows her love of butter. That's probably something Deborah might do because <laughs> everything for Deborah tastes better with butter. Yes. And when he told me that, I'm like, you are really southern. Yeah. Uh, Rick, if you do it, he said, I fried it in butter. And he says, and he sent me a picture of the empty plate. He says, so it's, it was easy. And then also, um, someone called me. Um, the other day and said they had some for like a year and they defrosted because I gave him quite a bit he defrosted he says just as good he says as when I did the first one yeah so that was like great that proves the shelf it it's like a cannoli almost it's that cannoli shell for me because I'm Italian but you don't have to stuff it with the thing and the cream is hit or miss Mm -hmm. for me in a cannoli honestly it depends on who makes it being and it's most of the time it's too sweet and it's like it has that flavor of the shell and what you want the inside of a cannoli to taste like Mm -hmm. like you wish it was not just whatever that is it's good don't get me wrong (laughs) italian i'm not you know we're all good man we're all good but i'm just saying that um it's freaking incredible I just am like, you can stare at it. I mean, you see it on the thing. I mean, the how the sweet potatoes maintain their color and the item just pops on the tray. And, you know, you could have different you could have different glazes and stuff as well that you could. Oh, there you go. So let's talk about those. <laughs> um, well, I have the, the sweet potato glaze, which is on there right now. When we did the banana pudding one, we had a banana pudding glaze. Oh, well, there you go. Now, that was unique. Because, you know, it's like a glaze. And so when I took them to work once, once what the lady asked me, she said, can you make me a bottle yeah. of that? You know, I, I, I could eat this on the side. So it actually had the banana <laughs> pudding flavor to it. And, you know, so my intention is that every flavor that I do has a glaze. So. I love that. And then always later down the road, you could always mix and match for people or customize if you ever wanted to. Parties. I mean, yes. the, the potential is endless and mm-hmm. the convenience is endless. And even after it's fried, it holds that hard shell for yeah. a while. So, um, and it doesn't retain the oil like an, like something else would that's fried that's a breading mm-hmm. because of that wonton. And so it's pretty awesome. So, Cynthia, as we, ro- we wrap this up, Will you share everyone uh, with everyone how they can get a hold of you, how they can find your website, um, where you are on social media, and everything and anything that you want to share with anyone? Uh, please feel free. The floor is yours. Okay. Well, currently I'm working with uh, you know FSP to get everything up and running. Um, I have a graphic artist that's currently refiguring everything. My Facebook, my Instagram, my linked they're doing everything to bring me up to par because mm. uh, at my age, I'm not a social media person. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, my grandkids, they're 12, 7 and 12, and they know more about social media yeah. than me. So I've hired someone to, to take care of that part. 
but um, as far as a contact right now, because the website is not up yet, but as far as a contact, um, they can reach me at Sproles, and then the number five at yahoo.com. And I will give you any information about upcoming, um, when everything will be up and running. Because when I get through working out a deal with these guys, you're going to see me everywhere. Everywhere. I don't doubt it. I, you're on a, you're a hustler. I <laughs> yes. Mean, oh, oh, yes. She, I mean, I don't even know. I mean, we. I think we were supposed to start the podcast maybe three hours ago, and you guys have been cooking for the last eight back there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I did, oh, there's flour all over the ceiling back there, and I didn't see a single bit of flour in this, so I'm not sure how it got there back there. We, we were having a good time. Yeah. yeah I'm really. And, you know, it's just. I love it. It was just, it was just a wonderful day. And, um, I just, I just thank God. I, all I can do is say I thank God for the way things are falling into place, and um, I'm, I'm happy that I have a product that people actually. Like, I, I'm not being, you know, facetious when I say I've never given this to anyone, and they say, ugh, I don't like it, yeah, or anything. And because we, we did a free festival, I mean, a free um, a event at the um, camp for children, summer camp, and the uh, Clayton County Police Department and Fire Department was there, and we were giving them out to them. And one guy got in, you know, he came in the building, he said, I don't eat sweet potatoes. And my daughter-in-law convinced him to try it. And he he finally got in line and he tried it. He came back in line three more times. I said, we're not here to feed you now. He said, oh my God. And he said, I'm getting married in a couple of months. He said, can you all cater my wedding? I said, we don't do catering, but we can supply you with spring rolls. Yeah, there you go. So he said, oh, my God, this is unbelievable. So we made a, a non-believer into a believer. Yeah, I love it. So, you know. I um, mean, it's kind of funny because I, I do. You're, people are like, huh, what? Is it sweet? Is it sour? Is it? Vegetables. Salty? Like what is in there? Vegetables? Sweet potatoes? How is that sweet? And because you forget that the sweet potato is actually sweet in the first place. Right. So, yeah. Um, and what I also um, I wanted to make sure was that it was not a puree yeah. kind of thing. That it was that you could actually bite it and taste potatoes. And so it worked out that way because of you guys. So I. Yeah, I can see other people probably want to pump it and paste it, and it is probably easier, but I would hate to ruin the chunks and the way, because part of it is, is you have the the other ingredients that are in there, they're coating the outside of the chunks. Mm -hmm. And so when you bite into it, and, and, and this is where I'm going to, we'll talk education of a fan base a little bit. What's happened in the world with processed food is we've gotten used to getting a bite and our palates are, we're getting all the flavors at one bite. Maybe it layers off in our mouth as yeah. it moves down our tongue because sweet, sour, so on, salty. But the reality is this, is our, when we ate food, it was never meant to be in that mashed all flavor together. Mm -hmm. You know, so there's layering in the food. So in your food, when you taste it, you do get that the sweetness and the other things first. But when you dive in that potato and it's nothing but the potato that's left in the chunk and that's right. the refreshing flavor that goes through, you actually, it gives you a feeling of it's refreshing, okay? It almost feels 
fresh because it's even though it's cooked, it's still perfectly cooked. Right. And it's got the consistency of a potato, and it's got that the finishing that you're like it's just smoother. And so if it was all blended in there, you're getting that flavor all at once, basically, and and it's in and maybe it layers off, but it's very quick. Right. Where with those chunks, you're actually as you are consuming down on the food, it's then when it's layering. Right. And I mean, you get the glaze, and then you get the wonton. And then you get that flavoring that goes in, and as and as it mixes in your mouth instead of already mixed for you, it'd be like having a stick Snickers pre-mixed. What would be the point of that? Do you want all the nuts and the chunks, and you want it you want it to mix in your mouth? So it's one of those things where you know it's like an Irish car bomb uh, uh, of desserts. You get it, you get it, Justin. Yeah, yeah. It. but it's not a wonton spring roll. Spring roll, I know wonton, I know, I know. It's a difference. I know, I know. Everyone's going to be like that guy. <laughs> but, you know. The greatest unwanton sprawls. There you go. <laughs> Have you tried the unwanton? Yeah. So. Sorry about that. But I can't. I mean, I don't know what it is. Spring roll is uh, obviously sprawls, but I don't know. You get the flavor of the spring roll. And, uh, and I, it's I, phenomenal. Lived, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I thought to try a, a spring roll wrap because I lived in Japan about four yeah. or five years. And so I used to cook a lot of Asian dishes. Yeah, absolutely. So, but... It's perfect. I mean, uh, it, it, I don't know why, but when it's cooked, it reminds me of wonton, but I clearly know it's a spring roll, obviously. <laughs> we'll, we'll keep correcting. You're just going to have to worry about it. I'm, I mess things up all the time. It's just part of the territory. That's okay. Just keep Can doing spell doing. pretty much anything, the definition of it, eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get the words right or misplace them with other words or ex- expletives when I can't find the right word. Yeah. Um, so. I can be creative. Mm-hmm. Good. But no, I think that really you've hit a home run here. And um, thank you for coming in today. I hope you're having fun. Thank you for having me. I mean, wow. And your spring rolls and. Um, you should have had me here earlier so I could have stayed a little longer. We're gonna. Hey, this is only round one. Well, this is only the sweet potatoes. We still have apples. We have spring roll apples, spring the, the, roll the peaches, spring next. roll grapes. I don't know if it's possible, but it might sound fun. Strawberries. Mm-hmm. We could we could just bubba gump it the whole way. Mm-hmm. But it's all gonna be because on the website is. Um, when it gets up, it's sprosdesserts.com. So it's all desserts. Yeah. So you're right. Oh, man. That's awesome. Great mm-hmm. product. Thank you. Thank you very much. And for everyone listening in, uh, if you like what you heard, please share and share Cynthia's story with everyone. And please continue to share or share with anyone who's interested in being an entrepreneur. If you're an entrepreneur in the food and beverage space and want to be on the podcast, please reach out to us on IM on Instagram. Thank you everyone. And have a great day.